Uh, Bush and Richie here with a <laughs> stay-at-home time uh, podcast for you. Sorry, we're, we're still in the kitchen from our cook-along, which you're about to hear in the course of this show. And we're just picking over whether my youngest daughter has eaten much of my scrambled eggs that I made her or not. And uh, the jury's kind of still out. <laughs> what a shame. Uh, well, I mean, for the podcaster, it's not a shame. But what a shame this didn't happen on the actual show itself. What a shame. Because I don't think the but jury is actually know. still out. The very fact that you're mentioning this in dispatches says to me that the jury have made a verdict. I did give her quite a lot, though. So maybe for, for an 18-month-old, she's eaten a, a fair amount of it. I'm going to take that as a five-star TripAdvisor rating. <laughs> Here's your podcast. You decide for yourself. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hope you're enjoying the sunshine on this Friday afternoon. We're nearly at the weekend. It's Hometime with Bush and Richie. I have to say, Bush, the sunshine is like uh, a vision into my heart right now. I know times are tough, but sometimes you've got to have that little bit of positivity. And I have had a little win today and I need to share it with you. Oh, that sounds good. What we're thinking, is it lot national lottery? So you come into some money, something like that? What's been going on? It's not money. It's not the lottery. Uh, since the lockdown started, I have not been able to find barbecue gas anywhere. Um, I'm not going out purposefully for it, uh, but when I'm uh, at the petrol station or that kind of thing, uh, and they've got the uh, they've got all the Calagas out the front, I've asked the bloke uh, on two occasions now, do you have any barbecue gas? No, sir, it's all gone, I've been told. Well, do you know what? Today, five or six weeks or whatever we are into it, they had barbecue gas. <laughs> I am gassed up for the weekend, and I'm telling you, I will be flipping burgers to my heart's delight. I feel quite bad now because um, I've gone and bought, as of a shopping trip earlier on, the uh, ingredients for doing a barbecue this weekend, but I didn't check, and I've only just checked now that we actually have hardly got any gas left. So you couldn't lend us a bit of gas, could you? <laughs> I don't think it works like that, mate. Uh, but I can oh. tell you a petrol station where they've got some. Well, I've still got quite a few barrels of oil coming to me from our show the other night, so hopefully <laughs> it'll be okay. That works. Yeah, it might work. Uh, but look, I, I thought this. Let's let's head into the weekend if we can. And I know it's hard, but there are little wins out there if you look for them. So let's head into the weekend with a little bit of positivity. I'm buzzing about me barbecue, Gaz. What's happened? Uh, who's Gaz? <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> who is uh, this guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's he's good though. You should meet him. Um, tell <laughs> us what's happened to you. Eight twelve fifteen for your texts or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Or if you want to speak to Gaz directly, just drop in an email. <laughs> Gaz at absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can I just add in something like that? Richie, obviously you managed to get gas for your barbecue. Thank you. Uh, we managed to find, as of just about to go to bed last night, uh, a key item of our door that our youngest daughter, Thea, had pulled out and started playing with. You know, like if you've got those double doors that open out onto the garden, uh, yep. we've got a, shouldn't really detach, but there's like a little, you know, like it's like a little angle that you pull up that loosens the normal standing door, if that's making any sense to anyone. Do you know the, the bit I mean? Yes. Well, she decided that she'd take that out of the actual door frame and then was walking around the garden with it, and then we lost it. So um, we couldn't, late last night, 9, 10 o'clock last night, we couldn't close the doors in the house because we couldn't find what she'd done with it. And then in a pure Columbo thing, I had to think like Thea, 
what would 18-month-old Thea do? And I, and I <laughs> retraced her behaviour, almost like someone from the FBI, and she'd poked it through the hole in the side of the wheelie bin and was spinning it around like a fan. <laughs> it's a little win. The house is now secure. Thank you very much. We want to celebrate the little wins. Keep them coming, 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. We're trying to get some positivity because times are tough and we can't get away from that. Uh, tens of thousands of families are struggling right now to put their meals on the tables, uh, whether it's because they've lost their jobs or can't work or food bank supplies have run out. Uh, the current health crisis is hitting the poorest people in the UK the most. So Absolute Radio wants to help and we're working with Cash for Kids to help people be able to get at least one square meal a day. Uh, if you've got a spare fiver or even a tenner, we'd love your help. I mean, you, you can't buy a coffee or a pint last night, so maybe put the money to good use that way. You can find out more and donate at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, the Crafty Fox in Leicester has tweeted to say, my husband just managed to get some self-raising flour from the local corner shop. Wow. It came from under the counter in an unlabeled bag, so hopefully it's oh. legit. <laughs> hey, watch out Watch out for the brown stuff that's been going around uh, giving people crazy dreams, so keep an eye out for that one. And then NJD says, uh, I got a £1.99 disposable barbecue on Breeze Blocks in my unfinished extension trying to find an algorithm that works out best how to maximise the one-hour cooking time. <laughs> there's a few There's a few barbecue wins at the moment. James says, I found the last packet of fire lighters in the shop yesterday for the barbecue. I'm not considering that a little win. That was a very big win. Uh, Striker on Twitter says, we bought a spa from B&M for £200. That was about a day before the rest of the country went mad over them and they started, uh, started selling for 700 quid on eBay. Uh, and Matt says, both our new kittens have successfully used the litter tray today. I only picked them up yesterday. That is indeed a win. Hey, sorry, just to go back to that other text, they bought a what? A spa? A spa, yeah. What is, what the hell's a spa? What is a spa when a spa's at home? As in an inflatable one, like an inflatable hot tub kind of thing. Really? What, those things are at a premium at the moment? Yes, because we can't go anywhere and it's nice weather. 200 quid from (laughs) B&M, it's a win. I'd never get in an inflatable hot tub. Not, let me just say right now, no chance am I getting in an inflatable <laughs> hot tub. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I love this text that's coming to the show from Wayne in Tamworth. It says, guys, I know this is not barbecue related, but does life get any better than this? Sitting in the garden, listening to Absolute Radio 90s whilst drinking gin, eating cold black pudding and just sitting in the garden in my pants in the sun. Happy days. <laughs> what an image. Cold that's black amazing. pudding. <laughs> cold I'm black classif- pudding. I'm classifying that as a win, Bush. Uh, my definition a of a win... win yeah, mine was picking up this uh, this this bottle of uh, barbecue gas that I've been looking for ever since we've uh, entered lockdown. And by the way, as a side issue, we see your texts about gas barbecues yeah. being outdoors cookers. Uh, all of you have texted that in. Uh, it's a one show ban. Uh, that that's 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 me handing. What about that this, right? What about this? There's obviously a lot of the uh, DIY shops and stuff are closed still at the moment, but they've got big car parks. Why don't we just have it out once and for all, right? All the the gas barbecue lot, us lot, we'll get our army together. You coal yeah. barbecue. You lot, you get your lot together, and we'll just duke it out. No weapons or anything, just Queensbury or Foxbury walls. We'll decide beforehand. Sort this Let's out once it. and for all. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. 
Let's try and get back to a bit of positivity because we are yeah, actually yeah. looking for your little wins. Okay, my win was picking up the aforementioned gas. Uh, so keep them coming. Eight, twelve, fifteen. Vicky and St. Neots. Bush, Richie, I'm going into the weekend with a smile because as of yesterday, I'm a fully qualified probation officer. So, so happy. Well done, Vicky. And Emma, That's weird. Roxton, you know, if you're a pro- probation officer, right, yeah. do you have to be on probation first before you become a pro- probation <laughs> officer? <laughs> it's Please like clarify. chicken and the egg. It's like Russian nose. Very good yeah. question. Uh, Emma in Roxton, my win today is being discharged from treatment after breaking my ankle in not one and not two, but three places at the end of February. Emma, welcome back to the walk-in world. Keep your wins coming. Stay off the wine. That's the other bit of advice. And then this one here, which I think could be... It's the current leader, at least. Sliny66 says on Twitter, and they've sent us an amazing video, uh, which we've retweeted. So have a little look at Absolute Radio. Guys, I just got this Donner Kebab grill for my 40th birthday today. It is a revolving miniature little Donner Kebab thing like you see in your average after-the-pub kebab shop. It's a game-changer. Baby elephant's leg. Uh, so this is quite a big win, actually. This is an amazing thing. Rebecca in Essex has got in touch to say, guys, my fiancé John has been in a coma with a bleed on the brain in hospital for nine months. I finally get him home and we're stuck together for the foreseeable, but it's great to have him back. It's been the best week of my life. God bless her. That's not a little win. That's a huge win. You're quite right. Uh, Grant and Beverly Foggles, meanwhile, uh, who I've got a fantastic name. They say, guys, well, we're camping tomorrow night as we need a night away, but it's in our back garden. Uh, We've got a new inflatable bed for this treat. Uh, The family think we're bonkers. The kids have all left the nest. But hey, we're in our mid-50s. Who cares? (laughs) Love it. spirit. Uh, Hi, guys. I've had a nice win. My speed awareness course was cancelled due to the current situation. Not only did I get the £90 back, but I got a letter from the police saying the offence has been cancelled as well. Winning, says the text. I mean, yes, it's a win, but still slow down, please. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And uh, Reese says, what a little win this is. I stumbled across a major UK cider retailer flogging off plastic festival bottles dated for this summer for £1 a pop. Safe to say I've hoovered up two cases to see me through the rest of the lockdown. That's a win, Reese. So is that actually, is there cider in there or is he just getting the bottles? Because I'd need to know that. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there's cider that have come with them. If there's no cider in there, mate, you need to get back in touch and you need to sort your act out. So please clarify now. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Whatever you're doing with your Friday, it's good to have your company. Uh, lovely text into the show here on Home Time from Andy, who says, Guys, I'm driving home from the longest, hottest slog of a day ever in a dreadful old car with no air conditioning. And I have to say, Absolute Radio has kept me sane all day. Hey, it's good to have you there, fella. Uh, we're off to your little wins as we head into the weekend. That sounds like a win to me. You're getting home from a slog of a day. Uh, this yeah. is a great text. Uh, we've got Heinz baked beans in tins finally. After weeks of out of stock and uh, empty shelves, yes, say the Cargills in Lee. Weird, isn't uh, it, right? Of all the things that supermarkets have done their own brand of, and most of the time they're all right, they can't get beans right, can they? No matter how far the technology has advanced, <laughs> they can't do beans. Uh, Daniel says on Twitter, I found some mini flakes to make 99 ice creams at home. That's another little win. And regarding the inflatable spa story from earlier, Bush, which uh, uh, you gave a little bit of clog, uh, Nikki tweets to say, please don't knock inflatable spas. I met my husband in one. 
All I'm going to say is they are mainly used for like-minded adult parties. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's an honour to welcome to the show our first ever uh, video chat on, uh, on Home Time, isn't it, Richie? It's the awesome Mr. Ricky Gervais. Hey, Ricky, how you doing? Hello. Is it really the first? I've done about... I hadn't heard of Zoom three weeks ago, and I think I've done about 150 of these. <laughs> I've done many Zoom chats, but this is the first one that there's been any celebrity element. It's normally just been me dad and me brothers and all that kind of stuff. Actually, oh, if you wanted well, to make, well, thank you. make thank it more you uh, authentically parental, Ricky, we could just speak to the top of your forehead, like what I've done with my mum and dad for the past <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen, I am like a granddad on Skype. You see the awkwardness of me. Oh, I've turned the camera around. <laughs> You're on mute. You're on mute. You're I'm on mute. I'm with technology. It's got to be so simple for me to use it, but um, I, I can just about cope with this. Well, listen, let's talk about uh, Afterlife Series 2. It's out today on Netflix. Uh, you seem genuinely taken aback by the lovely, and it's been an amazing outpouring, a lovely response for not just the first series as well, but it's going to be for this one as well because it's just as good. Did it, does this credit that you're getting at the moment mean more to you than the other stuff that you've been involved with? Well, listen, I'm always grateful when people like stuff. You, it, I don't think people realise how much work goes into a half-hour knockabout sitcom you know it's it's the tip of the iceberg i it's six to eight months writing and then you know filming and casting and editing and all the angst all the pr so it's it's a relief and a pleasure and i i've never i've never taken that for granted i never um in 20 years i never go oh i've won enough awards whenever i get nominated i go oh that's brilliant that's really how lovely, you know, I really appreciate it. But above all that, it is the audience reaction. And, I, and I've appreciated that more and more as I got older, not just, not just live, you know, I realised what a privilege, a platform I have. And these people have paid a week's wages and they've got a babysitter and they're, you know, I think, oh, I feel a responsibility more than I ever had. And on, even on social media, I, I try and engage and it's particularly when it's somewhat so personal and this is the the odd one out i've never had a reaction like it but that could, and, and, and it's been vast but that could be a reflection of netflix having 170 million subscribers i'm on social media so i see things more but it's the emotional connection people coming up to me and going um i, was, I lost my brother three weeks before i watched this and, I, and it really happened thank you that's really hard for someone to do that that takes courage people assume i'm going to put them down or do a one-liner or they've had a bad experience with someone else, you know? And so I, re I, I really appreciate people taking the time to tell me their, their personal story. Uh, and that feeds back into it, you know? It, this wasn't meant to be a study in grief. It was a, it was a reason for his behavior to start with. And, but then I put it back into it. I realized, well, you wouldn't get better. You wouldn't, you know, maybe he's depressed, maybe, Maybe he's got mental illness. Maybe he's got a drink problem. All these things that real people might have all the time. And what it made me realise is that everyone's grieving. Everyone's going through something. Um, and there's a line in series one where Matt says, um, so next time you try and get a waitress fired because your soup's cold, remember, she might have just found out her mother's got cancer. And I, I want... I want people to realise that life's complicated for everyone and he's just coming out of that. He's going into 
He hit the ground running with his shock, anger, denial, and now he's going through negotiation. And he's realizing that everyone's hurting. Everyone's going through stuff. He's not the only one. He's got to stop feeling sorry for himself. And it asks the big question, if you lose everything, is life still worth living? And he's finding reasons to stay alive. He tried everything before. Anger, violence, drugs, didn't work. Yeah. Now he's trying kindness. And uh, that's not going well all the time, <laughs> but he's trying stuff. That's what, that's what he's doing. He wants to live. And um, the, the, the tagline for the first uh, series was, um, hell is other people. And the tagline for this one is hope is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it does, it does play into it. The audience reaction does play into it. it, it, it you, you know what, you learn more. You learn about people. Every day, you learn about people. Um, I was talking to to my dad this morning who um, uh, he lost his he lost his wife my mum twenty years ago, and oh. um, he said to me when um, he 's seventy and um, he's a little bit of a, a technophobe hadn 't heard of the series quite unbelievably um, and when I was explaining to him what we were doing later on today and what the first series was about, he said to me after i 'd given a five minute pitch and explanation he said rich this is like a a a shadow has just gone over me the last 20 years i've been making notes about things that have happened that despite the tragedy that's gone on in my life i've kind of thought well well, actually that might be quite funny to someone else um and he hadn't heard of this and he said but he said it's weird he said all these notes i've i've written he said blimey if if gervais has done something like this then um he said, oh, I might as well rip up all my little notes to myself. And I said, no, Dad, because first of all, that's you just getting your, your thoughts out on paper. It's probably yeah. very helpful. Um, but then he said, and, and it, I, I kind of thought, no, I, I, I want to ask you that. He said that it must be so hard trying to write and find that perfect mixture of tragedy but also the comedy, because there are things in there. Well, there's so much in there that, that I laughed at when I'm watching, and I think, should I be laughing at this? But as Dad said, no, some of it, it's undeniably funny. And, wh- and whatever gets you through, I think humour gets us through bad stuff. I remember that we were laughing and crying at the same time at both my mum and my dad's funeral, because there's a, um, it's a celebration. Um, and uh, I, 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 it is the, the, still the last taboo. And I think no harm can come from discussing taboos. And I discuss them uh, in drama and comedic terms. And I, I did wonder, hold on, are people going to be able to laugh at this joke after they've just watched a woman going through chemotherapy and knowing she was dying? And the answer is yes, because we're human. And that happens. We go through stuff every day. That's what life is. It's ups and downs. You're having a laugh and then you get a text. And, um, and it's exactly what humor's for, to get us yeah. through stuff. And I think ultimately, this is the celebration. And I think it's uplifting because it is about hope and it is about a man. And, you know, I started off with the, the thing, um, what if you lose everything, right? And you, you're going to kill yourself, but you didn't because the dog was hungry. Now, that's both comedic and tragic, but I think yeah. it's true. I think yeah. when we get confused about something, when we say, is that a comedy or a drama? We mean, oh, that's real. 
mm. what's life you know yeah. life is a comedy and a drama that is it's all mixed up and and then i had to think well what's lo losing everything and for me it was my life partner right now that hasn't happened but i'm projecting but i have gone through grief but as as tony says in you know uh, you know season two without any spoilers he says it was a natural order of things you know you lose your you lose your parents and and he thinks no this was this was too early this wasn't fair and that's why he's angry because yeah. the one he can be the he can be the kindest person he can find fulfillment he can but the one thing he can't have is the only thing he ever wanted in life he put all his eggs in one basket and um there's a lovely line from penelope wilton in the first series where she says um I'd rather live missing him than have him live missing me. And that's a lovely altruistic act. And I'm different. I'm selfish. I want to die first. You know? Yeah. So we've yeah, got yeah, all yeah. these mixed emotions of yeah, what yeah. altruism and selfishness are, really. Uh, and uh, Tony's just angry. He says in this, again, no spoilers, but he says, um, I hated the world because they hadn't died like Lisa, including mm -hmm. me and I'd swap places with her tomorrow. So he's not better, but he's trying, he's trying everything to be an okay person again. Yeah. So just to ask you quickly about the, uh, the whole lockdown thing, Ricky. I mean, you're, you're hosting the Golden Globes. You're brilliant in the way that you've kind of dished out a bit of tr truths and so on to the rich and famous and the Hollywood elite. Uh, do you think, I mean, this is a great leveler, this whole lockdown. It doesn't make any difference how famous you are or how rich you are. We're all kind of in the same boat. Do you think this is going to be good for people who might have got a bit too aloof to be back to basics like we all are at the moment? Well, it is. I mean, we are all in the same boat, but there's people in Hollywood with much bigger boats than some. <laughs> and never hear me complain, not when there's nurses doing 14-hour shifts, who sometimes they do that, then they go to the supermarket and they can't get enough things because someone's been greedy. So, um, and, and yeah, I don't want to hear the people in mansions with swimming pools complaining. I, do, I just don't want to hear it. Um, do you think it's uh, about the best in people, though, or, or the worst, in terms of us uh, facing... Both, both. It's both. Like life, both. You know, they're... You know, we hear about the Blitz spirit where there are probably people stealing from people in the war as well, you know? Uh, and yeah, uh, uh, but I never want to hear a bad word said about nurses and porters again. Not yeah. after this, right? And I want people to remember the billionaires that behaved badly. I do want them. I, I, you know, it's like there are people that have got all the money in the world and they're not paying off or they're trying to get the government to but and i yeah. want to go oh come on really really there's yeah. nurses dying for you it's like oh god um so uh it has it, yes it has brought out the best in people um but uh not not everyone is behaving as well as they should we're all at home. Uh, you're at home. Um, you talked about writing earlier and uh, how much hard work that was for Afterlife. Do you have uh, any tips for those of us who are working at home? Do you, did you write at home or where did you find most of the writing went on? Um, yeah, I do. I do write uh, at home. I, I'm always I'm always sort of working and never working, if you know what I mean. You know, that you, you, I, I don't sit at a desk with a, a computer and go, right, I'm going to do four hours writing this or that. I don't think that, that can't, I don't creatively comes like that. You, you can't help what comes into your head. All you can do is make your head a nice space for ideas to want to go to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I usually find that when I'm doing this and I'm, I'm at work every day, 
but 90% of it is admin. You don't get to be creative, you know? So it usually comes when I'm going for a jog or when I'm on a transatlantic flight and you, you, your phone isn't ringing or you're not watching emails. Or like, um, and uh, yeah, it comes in little short bursts and you develop ideas. And um, uh, it, it's, if, you, if, you, if you allow it, it, it happens. Yeah. It happens, you know? Have you got any hobbies, Ricky? I mean, a lot of people t- turn into hobbies and craft during the lockdown. Do you, are you making any Lancaster bomber models? Or, well, uh... I guess all my hobbies become my work in the end. I've always been a people watcher. I've always taken the mick and had a laugh. Um, uh, I've put all my angst and fears into my work. I, I, uh, music I've put into my work. I, I, I could say, when I'm going on YouTube and watching one great video for another, I, that could be good for this or that so I, I could count that as work really um i play chess uh oh, wow. i uh, uh i like i i love um science so i, I read i read science and uh, but it all goes in it's it's all to do with everything going in and what comes out you know you you make yourself a little uh, mincing machine for creativity if if you've got that sort of brain do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I think, I think you can make anything interesting if you do it with passion. So, um, and I think everything I do, it is like uh, found objects. It was already there. Everything, yeah. I don't invent anything. I just go, ah, oh, that might be interesting to, to look at it from this point of view. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm never bored. I, 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 I've always got something to do, so yeah. One thing you didn't list was cooking. Uh, we're all having to cook at home. Um, yeah. What is for dinner tonight? And um, have you have you got any better at it? Well, I, I must admit, I, I, uh, I, I, I don't. I can I can cook myself a lentil soup and beans on toast. Um, <laughs> but we have a, meal, a nice meal. Jane Jane's a really good cook. She always has been, and um, she's been uh, above and beyond the call of duty. She's been, I mean, honestly. Um, she made uh, fake bacon out of banana skins, and it was wow. amazing. Yeah. She desiccated some bananas. She got a thing that we had a glut of bananas. I don't know why. Um, but <laughs> is she that the technical term? You know those little. They go into little, you know, desiccated right down. Um, but my mistake was I was having handfuls, so I was having a bunch of bananas <laughs> because they were. There's, there's, there's been a few incidents of uh, the first week. I thought I had coronavirus every other day. Jane even ordered a thermometer, and the next time I, I think I got a temperature, she went, "No, you haven't." I went, "All right." I felt better straight away. Lit <laughs> that all in the bud. For Jane, it's a nightmare. She's she's a novelist and she works at home all the time. So me being home more now, oh, I've yes. never heard this so much. Okay. Sh- be quiet for a minute. Let me just let me just finish this. Okay, sh- I'll play with you. Oh, badminton. Let's play badminton. Yeah, sh- just give me ten minutes. Just, just. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Ricky, uh, Afterlife Series Two uh, kicks off tonight. It's on Netflix. You can go and watch it right now. Series One obviously was fantastic. Uh, pro- probably one of the secret stars of the show is the location. I actually tweeted you during Series One. And you very kindly uh, clarified some of the places. You're going to get the same questions because it looks like such a gorgeous place. Where is it filmed? If people want to know when they watch it tonight. Well, it, uh, behind the scenes and in real life, it's a Frankenstein of a of a, a, a fictional town. Um, it's made of Hampstead. Um, Beaconsfield and Old Hemel Hempstead. Oh right, okay. Yeah, wow. That's what it's about. So the the outside of the uh, paper headquarters and that street is Old Hemel. The graveyard and the outside of the nursing home is Beaconsfield. 
and then the the the, the I walk the dog and the the garages and the uh, the restaurant and the streets is uh, Hampstead. Wow, fantastic. Awesome. Well, we'll go and watch it. It's amazing. And it's an honor to have you on the show and stay safe. Ricky Gervais, thanks for talking to Absolute Radio. Thanks, Thank Ricky. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Cheers, guys. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you know, I've just come back from doing our weekly shop this morning. I think you were out doing your shopping as well earlier on, Richie. It must be the day for it. Uh, and I've come back feeling like I might have caused offence. Uh, allow me to explain. <laughs> right. I went to Morrison's to go and do the big shop, right? Uh, but when I was paying at the till, I pulled out loads of Tesco bags for life that I had in the car. Now, does this cause beef with, like, the person who's at the till? Because uh, she was looking at me like... Fine, I didn't get any bad vibe off her, but maybe deep down she was thinking that absolute front or brass neck of him coming in here with Tesco bags into Morrison's. This is out of order. You're not the only one. I feel awkward about it as well. If I if I know where I'm going, then I will try beforehand to make sure I'm taking uniform bags for life with me to that supermarket. Uh, my paranoia comes when I open up the wallet, and if you're if you're in Sainsbury's, but they see the the waft of a blue Tesco club card, and then I'm like, oh no no, this is bad. No, this is bad, and and vice versa. It's a minefield. It, the irony of calling them loyalty cards because they look like a deck of cards when I pull them out. I've got I go through every single one in front of all these different supermarkets. But what I want to know, right, is is like pulling out another shop's bags for life. Is that the equivalent of going into say the home um, pub outside a football match? Like you know, outside Arsenal, they'll have pubs that are dedicated for the home team. Is that like swanning in there with an away team shirt on? We need intel from actual supermarket staff. How do you feel when you see the rivals' colours? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Before you get going on your weekend, we need you to answer this question. Uh, is it bad form? Does it cause beef if you turn up at a supermarket but use a different brand supermarket's bags for life? That's what I did earlier on uh, when I was in Morrison's with Tesco Bag for Life. Do they hate me in there? Am I, uh, am I not going to be allowed back in the doors of Morrison's after that? Uh, Neil Fraser says, Bush, it's like gangs wearing their colours. Be careful. Oh, I hope there's not a drive-by. <laughs> Or something like that. I get vegged by the Morrison's team. Phil Tate says, the best way to get social distancing in Waitrose is to go in there with little bags. No one will come anywhere near you. <laughs> uh, Gail says, this, and this is a step further, I once used my Starbucks reusable cup in Costa. My son was so embarrassed by this, I daren't try it again. Uh, but Julie does have some helpful words for us. She says, as an employee of Tesco, I think I can say you're going to be just fine. Phew. Thanks, Julie. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Friday evenings, stay at home time show. It's Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio and welcome to our kitchens. That's right. It's time for another cook-along. Uh, we did this uh, about a week or so ago and it went down a treat. It was lovely to have the nation cooking with us. Richie and I have got two... Uh, different meals that we're going to be cooking uh, along with you guys. Make sure you get in touch on our Facebook page and tell us what you're cooking with us tonight. And let's have our tea together, shall we? Richie, what are you cooking? 
Uh, it's Friday, Bush. So in this household, it's Fajita Friday. Oh, Fajita, Fajita, Fajita. Very nice. And what, what is involved in that? Like, what kind of thing is in there? Uh, so uh, I'll be uh, quite open with you. Old El Paso are uh, providing some assistance tonight. Uh, so uh, the tortillas is just a microwave jobby. Although I do things a little bit differently. Hey. Sorry, some heckling going on in the background. Um, I'm actually going to prepare this in the oven. So uh, you've got your chicken breasts, oh. uh, you've got your peppers, I've got some sour cream, uh, I've bought myself oh, a guacamole. Sour cream. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I've bought myself a guacamole uh, to do some guacamole with. Um, and, and yeah, that, that's, that's what's going on here. All, all grated cheese as well. How about you? Good for you. You got yourself a bag of guacamoles, which you managed to find uh, in the supermarket the other day. Yes, I found them. They're in the veg aisle. <laughs> I'm going to be doing uh, my legendary microwave scrambled egg on toast. Much to yeah, the absolute horror of way. my yes. partner, Katie. Who <laughs> and, well. your, and your co-host. I mean, yeah, no, I, I look, I never get a lot of stick for it, but I tell you, it's the best way to do uh, scrambled eggs, and I'm world famous for it. Bit of seasoning, you know that, you know that um, famous little clip of that fella sprinkling salt on something, but with a, with a kind of overextended uh, bend and kink in the arm. That's what I'm going to be doing, but into a Pyrex jug with some scrambled eggs. Whack it on some toast, instant tea. I'm very, very excited to get going. And at what point does the cooking start? It's still already started, mate. It's already in my head. That's what it is. <laughs> this Got me Pyrex. is outrageous. Pyrex is ready to go. Got me daughter just pretending the, uh, I don't know. What are you doing in the, what are you doing over there? Just like sweeping up. She's got the brush. She's sweeping up. I think we're, we're good to go. Are you good to go over there and where? Good to go. Need to get me breasts, get me peppers, and I'm going to start chopping. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, just a quick one for coming back to what we were talking about earlier on. Hi, guys. Our quick win is listening to you guys in the garden with an extension lead into the garden for the mini fridge. Top draw, says Jim and Paige in Audenshaw. That's almost Jimmy Page. Beautiful. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting heckled in the background. What's, what's your problem? What's going on here? Well, that's what I do every day between four and seven. Sorry, there's a dispute going on here. Um, my wife said she didn't realise that we're on air. I mean, what do you think I've been doing in the bedroom since? It's, it's just chaos here. Good this, choice of I words there, was... Richie. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your beef with my guacamole, by the way? Your version of guacamole is an avocado. Yes, it is. No, guacamole, yeah. an ingredient of it is avocado. But you call an avocado guacamole. So, yeah, but what else is in a guacamole other than... In my guacamole, I like a bit of garlic, avocado, finely chopped um, tomatoes and a bit of lime juice. Right, OK. Maybe a bit of Tabasco as well. OK, well, you've got about Ooh. 20 minutes to make it if that's going to uh, be part of this whole shebang tonight. I'd love you to chop the peppers because I've got to chop some chicken breast and I hate chop uh, chopping peppers. Um, this is chaos. I thought that, I remembered Heckled that already. last time it was chaos. Around about now, this is and it's it's now too late. But there we go. Do you know it's quite calm here because I'm doing my world famous scrambled eggs on toast in the microwave. It's so a complete store popping. I can just chilling out, mate. I see. 
it's a complete flip reverse from last time when I basically boiled hot water and um, uh, bathed some gnocchi in it. And <laughs> you made a curry. <laughs> hey, but I too, I do. Have you got like a normal? We've got a, a convection hob. I hate it. Anyone else got a convection hob? And they absolutely, I curse it every time I come down here. And I tell you why, right? It's so sensitive that if you put, um, if you put like a tea towel on top of it, it'll turn itself off and say, "Not, no, I'm not doing that. I can't work in these conditions. It's ridiculous." <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, if I put a tea towel on top of our gas hob, I'd love it to turn itself off. Oh, sorry. Uh, Katie's told me it's a conduction hob, not... Induction hob. What type of hob is this? What hob is that? Convection's not right. Induction sounds like the first day at work. What's it called? Induction. Induction. All right. I don't know if it's um, called that for sure. It appears to me that both partners are heckling. Uh, I wonder whether yeah. it'd be a good idea for them to leave the kitchen. Yeah, it is, it is quite troublesome, I'm going to be honest with you. Let's just get some messages in from other people who are cooking along with us tonight on Absolute Radio. Emma says, big dirty burgers with cheese and bacon and all manner of nonsense. Loving that. Another Emma says, chicken jambalaya for us, homemade of course. And hi to Lisa Buckley, who's having bangers, mash, veg and gravy. Thanks for blowing your nose. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can't get the stuff. Oh, move, move on. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Stuart in Lincoln. Tonight, boys, it's steak, home-cooked chips, beans, mini corn on the cob, followed by homemade cheesecake topped with strawberries <laughs> and flake crumbled over it. Stuart, I'm leaving wow. the kitchen right now. I'm heading over. Do you know what? His use of beans uh, with, with, like, normal grown-up dinner... Uh, it's fantastic and a bit kerbal. Normally people might put like a green veg with that, like peas or something, but I love the fact he's cooked baked beans in there. It's brilliant, that, isn't it? Right, progress update. Um, peppers are chopped for uh, my fajitas and uh, I've got one breast left to dice as well. How are you going over there with your uh, express meal that you're making tonight? Well, listen, if you are scrambling eggs in the microwave with me tonight, now you might want to uh, think about cracking those three eggs into your Pyrex dish. Let's, uh, let's get them going. One. This is the preparation. Some, some people might want to prepare this beforehand. I, I tend to do it just as we're about to eat. Uh, just and then a pop-up question. Do... Pop-up yeah, question. On. Is microwaving cooking? Yes. Yeah, okay, 100%. fine. All right. 100%. Just asking. In fact, having worked in quite a few kitchens in Devon before uh, moving to Bristol and then onwards to London, a lot of it was microwaving food in the uh, tourist industry in Brixham, I'm going to be honest with you. Just stir those eggs up now. Here we go. Outrageous. And, uh, yeah, it's looking like it's going to be pretty good. And uh, in a minute, we're going to be using my toaster. Remember the toast that was uh, star of the show a couple of weeks ago where it won't toast on the right-hand side if there's nothing on the left? Well, we'll go on the left and we won't confuse it. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Well, I'm pleased to announce the toast has gone in and we're very close to the conclusion of creating my little scrambled eggs on toast a la microwave here on the Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio. <laughs> 
<laughs> Meanwhile, back here, all my chicken has been diced, all my pepper has been diced, uh, and I've put it in an oven tray uh, and seasoned it with the old El Paso. And controversially, it's now going to go in the oven to cook for 20 minutes rather than get fried. That's where I break away from the recipe somewhat. Tell us what you're doing for the home time cook along. Uh, Facebook Tracy says South African oxtail pochi has been sat on coals for three hours now. Smells delicious. Can't wait. Do you know what? If you won £60,000, you could head to South Africa and have it how they do it. Uh, because that's what you can win with Absolute Radio Pays Your Bills. It's the last one of these that we are doing uh, for quite a while. £60,000 that you'd share, so you'd keep thirty grand to yourself. And then the other £30,000, you decide out of your family and friends who you want to help out with that cash. And there's a lot of people and a lot of reasons why people need that help right now. Maybe not to travel to South Africa to have original oxtail. But if you want to win that cash, you've got to be entered. All you've got to do, text win to 812.15. Simple as that. Absolute Radio pays your bills. You can win £60,000. Text cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entry and terms at absoluteradio.co.uk. You must be over 18 to play. Entries close Friday 1st of May at 5pm. We're We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. The Stay at Home Time show with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Hope you're having a good Friday night. Uh, lovely messages coming in about Ricky Gervais being on the show a bit earlier on. He's a lovely chap. Uh, this text here says, nice to hear Ricky Gervais' comments regarding nurses and porters. He's so right. The real heroes, amongst others, are shop workers, care workers, police, lorry drivers, and all the others. Millionaire fat cats sat whining in their mansions, not interested. Great show, guys. And you can listen to the full chat uh, on our podcast, which will be available this evening. Uh, it's the home time cook along the back end of it right now as we try to uh, dish up and cook along with you on the show tonight uh, it's the second time we've done this it's it's a noisy old procedure apologies in the background I don't know what Rocco is doing in the next room but it's doing my head in um, <laughs> it looks like uh, this is completely flipped Bush and um, you've won this time because mine's in the oven I don't think I'm going to be ready by 7 o'clock do you know what? Uh, my youngest daughter, Thea, has eaten the uh, scrambled eggs on toast. Now she's having that out in the garden. So she is, she's living the dream. And she's just be very lucky you that are her living, father is a very skilled cook. You are living the life of Riley. I, meanwhile, are waiting for my fajitas to come out of the oven. And I must share one thing for you, and it's a little bit of health advice. If you've got eczema in any way, shape or form on your hands, um, mixing... Mixing old El Paso fajita spices by hand into raw chicken is a horrendous idea because right now my hands are agony. I don't think I'll ever be hungry ever again for the rest of my life. (laughs) Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And that's it, another podcast in the bag, another week in the bag. And Richie has got an entire week to brush up on his painting skills or whatever needs to be done to be able to paint the back of these stones. Which which Arsenal players are you going to go for then? Are you going to go for current team or legends? I think I might go for uh, my Hall of Fame. 
so there, there might not be many of the current team that are in there. Uh, we might have to go back over the last 20 years and get some classics in there. But uh, uh, but yes, Franny I'm going to go for... Uh, yeah, <laughs> Franny Jeffers won't be <laughs> Franny in there, Jeffers. my friend. <laughs> Would he even make an Everton Hall of Fame? Bless him. Who, who, you told me the other day who you, you're the worst Arsenal player in, in the history of Arsenal, in your opinion, is. Who is he again? Gus Caesar. Let's have a Gus Caesar pebble. What about that? A Gus Caesar pebble. <laughs> oh, dear. I might do that. I might actually do that. Uh, yes, a bit of painting for me. Maybe a little bit of airfix. Maybe a little bit of barbecuing. Maybe a little bit of football manager. What a week it's going to be. I might even do some parenting. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.